I would say to, uh, instead of saying mental health getting worse, I would say to improve their mental well-being. I think let's look at some uh, aspects of nature and the power of nature. I think sunlight, when you, even if you're in, at work, I think individuals need to go out even for a few minutes and get that sunlight because sunlight is really good for the brain and good for the body. Now, what we also need to remember, when I say brain and body, I think we need to know that they're highly interconnected and interrelated. And so sunlight is good for both. The second thing I think is physical activity. So I understand that the people who don't like doing exercise actively, which is fine. But even if you do a few stretches every day as part of the physical activity, it will improve your well-being. The stretches, what it will do is it will help in increasing blood circulation and the blood circulation in which we all, every organ in the body needs and especially the endocrine system, which is very closely related to mental well-being. The third thing that I think you need to do, which people don't do, is what I call reflective time and quiet time. We all need that quiet time. This quiet time is to really go inwards. And what is, in, what is going inwards means, when you go inwards in this reflective time, it is part of replenishing your psychological energy. The fourth thing that I think is to watch your posture. Okay, Now, especially when you're interacting with people, your posture actually is a good barometer to show you how, how that interaction is going on in your inner world. For example, if I'm sitting like this and I'm engaging with somebody and slowly I start feeling my body going down like this, actually your body is telling you, you can't cope. Now let me give you something that have we thought about. In the animal kingdom, the human being is the only one that exposes the belly area, which is actually the fear area. All other animals, the, this is the protected area. So this slouching shows us unconsciously this area is picking up something. So become aware of your body posture. The moment you're doing that, in order to take charge or come back to being in charge is to straighten up back being straight. I also en always encourage people to evaluate an exchange. What does an exchange mean? When you're engaging with people, after the exchange, you will either feel more stimulated and energized or you will feel tired. If you're feeling tired, it doesn't mean that those people are bad. It just means that they are not good for your current state and therefore you need to disengage. It's nothing about saying good and bad. The next part I believe is having this, what I call the feeling journal with the four feelings, sad, mad, angry, and fear. Okay, happy, uh, glad, and fear. Sad, mad, glad, and fear. You will actually see a pattern of instances every time where there is a particular instant and there's a, it will always be associated with a particular feeling. Do you know why that is? It is because our mind and body, it remembers every experience. And 
that is the, such a close connection that we have with our brain. So as I shared earlier, the amygdala and the brain, which is actually the part of the brain that deals with survival strategy. And the three strategies are flight, fight, or freeze. Now, what happens is because of the memory of a previous experience that's somewhere similar to the current experience, the amygdala kicks in, the, the responses clicks in, the amygdala's alert. So it's important to keep this mood or feeling journal to be able to trace the pattern. Once you know the pattern, you will then reflect on the source. All these sources come in before the age of seven. And we need to know the belief that fed the source. Last but most important, I think for all of us, is gratitude. Now, I look at gratitude in four ways. You can have a gratitude prayer, which is just be grateful for living and breathing each day. You can do gratitude in a very, very uh, socially acceptable way, which is volunteering. Volunteering is really, really good for mental well-being. What in volunteering does not be in any specific area. It depends on the area that you are drawn to. The other way of gratitude is actually giving yourself a pat on the back, a self pat on the back every time you feel good or you do something. Or along with the self pat, as I said, your three strengths. Give your pat on, the, on yourself with the, these three things saying, I'm good at maybe photography, one pat, whatever. That is another favorite. And the last form of gratitude, which I think is helping somebody else. There's a difference between helping and volunteering. Volunteering is because you're committing to something on a regular basis. Helping somebody may be a one-off, but these are the four forms of gratitude that I think are very um, meaningful and yet very productive for our mental well-being. These are all the daily things that I think we need to do. And I can share my own example. As soon as I wake up in the morning, as my eyes open, I just say, thank you for everything. What is that everything is a very global word, but I just wake up with that gratitude. It just immediately sets your mood barometer out in positive. Before you actually got out of bed, you get out in a positive state. Because, you know, we are not grateful, in my view, for things that we take for granted. You know, only when you have a cold and you recovered, you realize, God, how wonderful it is to be able to just breathe freely without sniffing or having that blocked nose. These are things we take for granted. I think gratitude is for this, what we consider maybe the small or the insignificant things in our lives. So this is what I would say as a daily, to me it's part of like a daily fix.